Hey everybody, this is Brian Slagle from Metal Blade Records, and welcome to our Metal Blade podcast with our very, very special guest, Mr. Don Jameson. Very, very excited to be here. Feel special. Thanks for coming. I, I trimmed the sideburns just for you, so uh, I'm ready to go. You had to get those out of the way, because, you know, TV, you can get away with that, but on, on these podcasts and stuff, you know, it, it kind of hits the microphone, you hear these... these yeah, it rubs up against... Noises, yeah, it yeah. rubs on the mic, and it's... You yeah, don't want yeah. that. So Don Jameson, of course, is the one of the hosts of that metal show on VH1 Classic. Mm-hmm. Also, an Emmy Award winning broadcaster, journalist. I yeah. mean, you have, you have a real live Emmy, a real I Emmy. A, I have the statue, and um, um, it's, it's uh, it, as in terms of the industry, it's done absolutely nothing for me. <laughs> but, uh, but before I was with um, the girl I'm with now, um, my beautiful girlfriend Pam. Uh, the Emmy was an excellent aphrodisiac. I could imagine. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, a chick comes up, up, and if she's debating at all whether to, you know, cough up some drawers or not, the Emmy always put them over so the top. Did you shine it up and have a light hit it so that it would be beaming, <laughs> gleaming off of there? Yeah. As soon as I they painted walk arrows in. on the wall, yeah. pointing at it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, very subtle. And you know, forget all of that stuff. The most important thing is that Don is now a metal blade recording artist, and you've done your first ever stand up CD, right? Yeah, live and hilarious, um, which is a, a tribute to. Maybe my favorite uh, hard rock uh, band of all time, Thin Lizzy, of the Live and Dangerous uh, album by them. Um, and yeah, it's it's a, it's a, an amazing co- combination of my world of metal and my world of comedy. And of course, not just for a metal audience; it's for anybody. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a the, basic the, stand-up. The, CD. Yeah, it's a stand-up CD, and I talk about everything across the boards from. Dolphins to terrorism to masturbating, so it's very well rounded. <laughs> a fun time can be had by all. So, how long have you been doing stand up? I'm going in my fifteenth year now. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. So I started a little later in life, but um, you know, it's uh, I've had a lot of amazing experiences. I've gotten open for some bands, including you know one of your great bands, Charred Walls of the Damned, and I think that's sort of how things got started that, with us. That's where, yeah, that's where I saw you actually do. St- I mean, obviously, I knew you from that metal show, and yeah. I met, met you before, but yeah, I saw you actually slay some of those crazy uh, Richard <laughs> Christie metal crowds. Like, yeah, hey, this guy's <laughs> actually pretty funny. Yeah, not bad. So yeah, so it's been it's been great, and this is a culmination of all that stuff. I just. I always I wanted somehow to do something different with a live stand-up CD, and this was when the stars aligned with this. It was, um, you know, it was a no-brainer. So you recorded the CD at the famous Bar A in, <laughs> at the Jersey Shore. Yeah. Why did you pick that uh, place of all things to uh, to record a comedy? It's it's not really a comedy venue, really. Well, why are you asking me that now? Why didn't you ask me that before I recorded it? Hey, uh, you know, I figured you knew what you were doing. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm doing. I've never been to Bar A. What do I know? <laughs> I thought you knew what you were doing. Well, not in not in the comedy world. Sorry, we, I, I hate to tell you that we accidentally stumbled onto something though <laughs> together, which is great because uh, I don't know what I was up pretty high on iTunes. Yeah. Yes, dude. It's First day sales. CDs done very, very well. I, I so shot. Far. I shot across Dane Cook. That's that's right. Which is, what do you which know? is oh, yeah, that's like, you could take that a couple different ways. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um, I did it at Barre because I, I wanted to do a, have a, a little different feel to it. Again, not your typical comedy album where you know they paper a theater or a big comedy club and they record six shows and you know you piece together this you know and it's basically like kiss alive one and two you know it's not even it's barely even live you know and my my cd is basically one show you know we did two shows that night but i think there's only like 
maybe a couple of jokes even from the second show. So this is a, it's as live as it gets. It was pretty much. I mean, I was there. I was I was happy. It went pretty pretty well. Yeah, it's basically just that that pretty much is the show the way we all saw it that night. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, why don't we pick a pick a track to to let everybody hear here? Okay. Um, I think this is the um, this is uh, Goth Girls. Heavyweights and Mace. Sounds good to me. What's the name of this uh, little ditty? Perfect. Here's a little Don Jameson for you. I like going to rock clubs. Like I love when they have the rock nights here at Bar A, man. That's the best. I came here one time on a rock night. I picked up one of these goth girls. You know those really pale girls with the heavy eye makeup on? I brought her back to my place, but her makeup must have ran during the night. I woke up in the morning. I thought I fucked Alice Cooper. (laughs) Yeah, welcome to my nightmare. And because I drink, I sometimes have sex in the heavyweight division. All right, those are my Jersey people right there. Because some people like to go to bed reading a good mystery. I like to wake up to one. You ever have one of those mornings? You get up, you're like, what did I drink last night? Where am I? And why am I laying next to Shrek right now? I was with a girl so big one time I needed a GPS unit to find her vagina. I was poking around the dark for like 15 minutes. They kept going, recalculating, recalculating, recalculating. In 100 yards, take a slight left. And then I took a left and she queefed and all the lights in my building went out. And I said, Precious, you have to go home now. No, because women need love no matter how big, small, tall, skin. It doesn't matter, right? I like women who are exciting in bed. Women who yell stuff out in bed, right? Not help, but other things. Let me go, not so much. I like women who are creative in bed, but one time this woman got a little too creative with me. Right in the middle of sex, she sprayed me in the face with mace. (laughs) I was so pissed, I almost left her in the bushes all by herself. Sometimes you gotta know when to pick up your metal pipe and go home, you know? That was Don Jameson off of his live and hilarious comedy CD. You can obviously pick it up right here on iTunes. And if you'd like the physical version of it, the physical version exists as well. You guys can check that out. Yeah, the packaging is killer. It came out, yeah, exactly. Again, your ode to uh, Thin Lizzy there. Yeah, yeah, you know, look very handsome on the cover. It's, uh, and we haven't, Thin Lizzy pleasing. hasn't said anything negative about it yet. So either you're funny or they just haven't figured out that, that you did it yet. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not yeah. sure yet. Well, let's fly under the radar as well as we can. So in addition to all this stuff, you're actually a tried and true real metalhead as well. So. Yeah, since I'm nine, you know. Yeah, so. what was the first thing you heard that got you into the whole metal world? Kiss. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Kiss was just... That's always the gateway to anybody that's uh, that's <laughs> over the age of 30, I think. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny now. It's like, uh, I mean, I'll still listen to, to the old Kiss albums all the time. But, um, but I, you know, I couldn't imagine getting at 44 listening to a song Chris, called Christine 16 and, like, really thinking it's cool, you know. But when you're 13... Know. It's, it was awesome, you it's know. It's still pretty cool, I think. And, well, it is because I grew up with it, you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I used to, every, my walls were covered with Kiss posters. You know, I had the, the puzzle pieces from the Soul albums on my ceiling. And, you know, I bought all the Kiss dolls and stuff. And, and then uh, my cousin got me, like, into uh, Aerosmith. And then, and then he got me into Priest. And then I discovered Maiden on my own. And then Motorhead and Anvil. And then, you know, it just Downhill started, from there. All downhill from there, luckily. 
<laughs> what was your first concert? Uh, Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah, there was uh... in utero. <laughs> yeah. Was he in utero at that point? You were yeah. seeing the, the the film when he was in his mom's stomach. Yeah, yeah. He was just a little little hairy fetus then. But uh, no, my first show was. Um... I think my first show was. You don't remember it. Iron Maiden. How how wasted were you? If you I, can't I oh, Jesus, yeah. My my parents were were happy when they came and picked me up because <laughs> it was I was probably fifteen and it was Iron Maiden opening for Judas Priest. Oh, awesome! What yeah. uh, in New York somewhere? Obviously, right? It was in, in uh, uh, Asbury Park Convention Hall. So was that the Paul Diano version? Killers. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah that's right. Oh. And a point of entry tour for Priest. Yeah. I saw that in Houston. Actually, they weren't, that tour wasn't playing here, so I had to fly to Houston. Yeah. Do you see that? There's the one, the one and only time I've ever met Steve Harris was then. Oh actually. wow! Yeah, it's crazy. I met nobody that night because I was a stone fifteen year old. Well, yeah, I, I would hope. I would hope <laughs> not. But yeah, but it was. But that changed my life seeing that concert. I was actually more into Maiden at that point, and then when I saw Priest live, I was like, "Oh boy!" So, d- being a big, uh, obviously a huge music fan, did you ever run into that like, "You know, I want to play, I want to be in a band" sort of thing, or, or were you already kind of thinking the comedy route at that point? No, I was thinking the band thing, and I played guitar in, in a band in high school for like four years, and we used to play like p- parties and stuff, and you know, um, it was great. But then. It was like I was good, you know. I wanted to go to college, and my bandmates wanted to be rock stars. So you know, I sort of had to say, "All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna go to college and get an education." The hell did you do that uh, for? I know. I I went to college for four years, and I used it for absolutely nothing (laughs) because it doesn't take a college education to get up and uh, tell dirty jokes to a crowd. So then, how did you graduate from? I guess graduate theory. uh, But how did you get from that to to being into comedy and and end up doing stand up? Well, I just figured there's a lot less equipment to carry. Yeah. That's just, you know, it's like, you know, these it's a mic, are, it's only one guy, we don't have to share all the money. I don't even have to bring the mic. The mic's already there. It's, <laughs> I have put my dick jokes in my pocket and I, and I go. So that was, that was an easy transition then. Yeah. So I figured, you know, and I get to keep all the money. Exactly. So were you like, were you the funny kid cracking jokes all the time? And yeah. eventually that just led to somebody saying, why don't you go on stage? And <laughs> instead of yelling at this at, at us, why don't you go yell at other people? Yeah, why don't you see if, if people actually pay to, to listen to you? Yeah, I was always, yeah, I was always funny in high school and stuff. and uh, But I always I always kind of flew a little under the radar, you know? I was And I was smart in high school, so I could get away with a lot more. The teachers liked me because at least, you know, I would always get A's. In, in all my classes, so they liked that. The guy who was voted the class clown, you know, got D's and F's in every class. So you know, I kind of, you know, I had a little head on my shoulders, and I did want to go to college. And but you know, I, I always loved comics, and I just said I got to try this one time. I have to try this because if I go to my deathbed not trying it, I, you know, I, I can't imagine like that would be the worst moment ever to think I, I didn't try something that I love so much and. And I, I remember the first time I went on stage, man. I came off, and I don't know what smoking crack feels like. I'll talk to Charlie Sheen about it. Yes. But I had this insane rush, and like I just knew then I was addicted to comedy. Well, I, I guess that it, it's the performing thing of it, right? Some people like – because I think everybody's biggest fear is you know going up and doing a presentation, or even worse yet, going up and trying to tell jokes mm-hmm. to people because if you bomb, that's you know not so – how do you get over that fear or, or do you just not care by the time you get up on stage? Just, I'm just going to do it and just do it to, to have fun. Yeah, well, no. I mean Seinfeld – one of Seinfeld's quotes that I love is um, – 
because people would say, yeah, you know, are you, do you still get nervous before you go on stage? And he said, absolutely, because if you're not nervous, that means you don't care. Because at least it, like in a band, I mean, I, you know, band members get nervous. And the front man probably a little bit more because they're the ones out front. But, you know, if the bass player's in the back and he makes a mistake or something, it's nobody's going to – but if right. you're the one, one guy and the spotlight's up there, right. it's all on you. So that's a bit of Brian, pressure. no pain, no gain. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. So I just go – no, look, and, and, and then I like the spontaneity of it too. Like, you know, I like living in the moment. Like I know in my head my act, but I like to come out and just – I like to start with – making a comment about somebody in the front row just to see if I can light a spark and create something right off the spot. If I try new stuff, like most comics will put their new stuff, they'll bury it in between like bits that they know really kill just in case it doesn't work. I open with new stuff. Well, how much of your set is is basically, okay, I've got a set, I've got a bunch of jokes that I do every night, and how much of it is just like you said earlier, just seeing how the crowd is and just kind of relating? Because I've seen a lot of comedians, and, and there's not necessarily like a specific set. They'll relay off the crowd and kind of interact with that, mm. and they have some things that they go that way. Yeah. Is it, you're like your set like a straight, okay, I'm just going to go do my material, and that's it? Or, or do, you no. get, do you get off on the crowd? And how much of that, I guess it varies per show maybe yeah no every every crowd's different some some crowds are not playful they just i they got their arms folded you know i'm a plumber i work i work 60 hours this week and i get my pain the ass wife maybe take her to this thing that i don't want to be at so make me laugh and hurry so and and then there's other crowds that are just especially in small towns where everybody knows each other and you really like get on somebody that the, everybody in the whole town knows you know like this one guy I remember uh, up in Valley Forge, PA, sitting in the front row with his wife, and his wife had these giant breasts, you know, just popping out of her dress. And I did 10 minutes straight on this woman's breast, <laughs> and the place is going bananas. Like, like I felt like Richard Pryor, and I'm, I'm going, I know, I, I'm thinking in my head, I know I'm being funny, but uh, it seems that funny. way too funny. Like, the laughs are way too big. And then I just kind of stop, and I look around, and everyone's staring at me. I go... Well, what are you guys are acting like he's the mayor of the town, and someone yells out, "He is." <laughs> <laughs> and while you were doing that, what was the what was what was the look on their face? They were laughing, so oh, that's okay. why so they I kept into- going. Yeah, oh, okay. But um, yeah, I, he wasn't like take, laughing, but then taking notes, and you know, yeah, did, you yeah. got out of the town okay? Calling was, the yeah, the, the sheriff to there was no thugs at the <laughs> at the end at the exit way or anything. No, the, the whole crowd was thugs. <laughs> yeah, well. I guess in that part of PA, you're probably right. Yeah. So, well, so let's play. Uh, let's play another uh, another track off of the CD, which is out now. J- Don Jameson live and hilarious. You can check it out here on iTunes, and of course, this physical product and anywhere you can get it. So, pick one more thing so people can see what they're. Well, what you're talking about with your wonderful brand of comedy here. I think since this is uh, for Metal Blade, we'll uh, we'll give them some uh, metal comedy. This is called Metal Music and Masturbation. Perfect. How many people here know uh, that metal show on VH1 Classic? Yeah, awesome. Most of you guys know it. Some people are going to be like, what the hell is Wolverine doing on stage right now? (laughs) If you don't know that metal show, uh, it's a heavy metal talk show where we get to interview our heavy metal idols from our childhood, like Ace Frehley from Kiss, Geddy Lee from Rush. That'd be like you meeting a dungeon and a dragon tonight, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's hard to find us, though, man. VH1 Classic. It's not... See, the people confuse me. They think it's on regular VH1. It's not. Find regular VH1 and then go 150 channels past there. 
That's where we're famous. Like right after HGTV, we're really hot. Yeah, we're hard to find, man. It's easier to find an Asian guy's penis than find our channel. Or Brett Favre's. I don't care if he's worth 50 million. No chick is fucking a guy who still wears Wrangler jeans, all right? But we are a heavy metal talk show, like I said, and one of my favorite bands that we had on the show, Twisted Sister. Who remembers Twisted Sister? The videos from the 80s, bro. We're not going to take it. I want to rock. They were wearing lingerie and makeup. I was like, either these are the ugliest chicks from New York or the hottest chicks from New Jersey. All right, Keensburg at least. I'm sorry. Thank you to the Jersey Shore for making that joke funny everywhere. Even in Canada, where they're not even real people up there. I love, uh, I love chicks who rock too, right? Give it up for chicks who rock, right? And I'm not just talking about Justin Bieber. I remember the first girl band I ever got into, man. Didn't even know who they were. Bought the CD. They were so hot and sexy on the front cover. Bought it home. Didn't even listen to it. Masturbated for two weeks straight. Until I realized it was the first Poison album. And then I only masturbated to it once in a while after that. You masturbate, dude? Look at him. He looks like Mel Gibson with a thyroid problem. Look at this guy. Nothing wrong with it. Masturbating relaxes you. I'm relaxed right now. I masturbated the, to this morning to the new issue of Playboy magazine. The guy at the newsstand got pretty pissed off. but Guys, ever been masturbating like your cat or your dog walks in the room on you? You get embarrassed? Try to cover up with a sheet or something? Your pet's not stupid. He's looking at you like, oh yeah, he's doing that again. I wish I had a thumb. Glad my mom's here tonight. (laughs) I'm sure she was excited by that material. I'm Jersey white trash, I know it, man. I don't, that's why I record my album here in Jersey, man. You guys are the fucking coolest, man. Hardcore. Now, I will admit this. There is one band that's not metal that I like, and I don't care if you say I'm a sissy. I think they're cool. Journey's still a cool band, all right? Goddamn right they are, right? Have you seen the new singer, the Asian guy? He's better than the original guy. I love now when they play Don't Stop Bereaving. That guy's awesome. He could sing in Red Zeppelin if he wanted to. All right, some more Don Jameson from his great comedy CD, Live and Hilarious. Now, I understand, you know, obviously we talked earlier about the reason why you called it Live and Hilarious. It's the takeoff of the Thin Lizzy Live and Dangerous album. But isn't that, aren't you setting yourself up? I mean, <laughs> hilar- I mean, it better be hilarious or, you know. Well, I just figured if one of the two, I'd, 
that would be it okay. Live, I knew it would be true. live. So, I, like I said to you before, I, I'm like, it's no pain, no gain. It's I, I either go for it or I don't. So, yes, I love I love the risk of, of calling it that because, yeah, it's like, all right, you know, if, if you want to – yeah, you know, if you say it's not hilarious, I know, but I'm going to take a chance. And so, luckily, so far, all the reviews and obviously the response and the sales have been great. So, uh, I'm going to take a little less of a chance. There you go. On the next, so I'll call the next one live and yeah, kind of good. Kind of yeah, okay. kind of okay, decent. Yeah. So uh, we touched a little bit about the Emmy thing earlier too. So you, you and Jim Florentine know that you're friend comedian mm-hmm. both did the uh, inside the nfl for hbo mm-hmm. and how did that exactly come about well they asked us to do these sports theme sketches on there which uh, we're huge sports fans as well how did they see you in the first place they they um they the executive producer over there um had gotten a hold of um our hidden camera DVDs that we do called Meet the Creeps, which is hardcore hidden camera comedy. He loved the edginess of it, so um, he asked us to do um, these sketches. And you know, I would never, we would have never thought in a million years like we would be up for an Emmy. Even when they told us, you know, like, hey, you know, we submitted you guys. We went to the we went to the Emmy ceremony. You know, we just basically went to like you know. You know, drink for free and and eat and like see if Susie Colbert is hot in person. You know, <laughs> was she? Yeah, very sexy. Absolutely, yeah, she, looks, she looks good. So um, we didn't think anything of it, and we were going that night to see um, Wednesday Thirteen at this little club in Jersey. So we just wanted to get out of there. We just wanted to drink for free for a couple hours and then and then leave. And we. We missed. We were actually Manu Bowl was sitting across the, the aisle from us, and his legs went all the way across the aisle. So we were like goof, like making fun of Manu Bowl the whole time. We missed the announcement that we won. Then we see our the, our watch. We got to get out of here because Wednesday's playing in Jersey. We got to get out of there. And we had a, a change of clothes in the in the car and everything. So we, we start running out, and then we went. And we were st- like stealing gift bags out of the closet. You know, they give you gift bags at those <laughs> award shows. And all of a sudden, Bob Costas walks up and he's like, "Congratulations." guys and we're like for what he's like you guys won an emmy we're like we did <laughs> and it was like wow you know because we worked with bob on the show i was gonna say how do you know bob costas more important yeah but it was it was great and no but we and we looked it was terrible like bob costas is wearing a, a three thousand dollar suit and like i'm in a suit that I, I think i wore to my high school graduation you know can you get bob costas to tweet about your your live album here i don't know you know it's funny he has such a straight image but he's a he's got a really wicked sense of humor there's a lot of guys like that i hear the sport sport because sports guys are always very tried and true yeah, but yeah. uh i hear from some people that you start getting it when they're just like we'll go crazy and dan marino too who we work with who i did not want to like in the worst way because i'm a jet fan yeah i was gonna say jets dolphins but he's such an awesome guy and um and a been lucky to like you know be friends, stay friends with them over the years, which is cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, a lot of those sports guys are, are good guys. Like you know, both of us know Mike Piazza really well. And he's like a not only a massive sport, a massive uh, <clears throat> metal fan, but just a really cool, yeah, super down to earth guy. You go like, really, Mike Piazza he has more, actually literally has more fun just sitting around with friends listening to metal music oh, yeah. than he ever did playing baseball. He knows more. I mean, the first night I met him, I talked to him for an hour and a half about metal. I'm like, you know more about metal than most people in the industry do. It's he it, it, legitimate metal fan. He did that metal show one of the first seasons, so it was cool to have Mike on. So now you're also, also of course, you know, you're a big metal fan, obviously, being on the show and everything. So we saw uh, great metal, ba- bla- metal, bla- I can't even say it. A, I can't even talk anymore. Sorry. Great metal blade band a couple weeks ago, Amon Marth. So mm-hmm. you've always been a big Amon Marth fan. How did you find out about them? And like, it's kind of an interest, you know, they're kind of an interesting band. So give me your thoughts on them. Yeah, I, you know, um, I'm not huge into that genre, but it, they're, it's just, they're just one of those bands that just, 
shoots across and you know uh, you know all all uh, genres of metal i mean they're they're just um they're such a powerful band and um there's so much melody in that music you know like a lot of a lot of people are turned off to like you know quote unquote death metal and things like that or with things with heavy vocals like that because um they, you know it sounds noisy to them but they're so melodic and uh no i got i got turned on to them through richard christie oh cool well, yeah, yeah richard christie loves that that's for sure and uh, i got completely sold on them when i when you took me to see him in new york and i saw that live it's just as good if not better than on the album and then of course we just saw a them play for two and a half hours not a dull moment that was amazing ridiculous show. yeah one of the one of the top five shows i ever saw, saw in my life oh, oh wow cool wow yeah. that's impressive cool and you're also good friends with and a big fan of six feet under as well yeah six feet under i um my a, a buddy of mine too uh, i have a little band with um that we put a you can plug them. Yeah, Gunfire and Sodomy. They two tracks on the Don Jameson Live and Hilarious. CD. Yes, two bonus tracks from our band Gunfire and Sodomy, which is basically is kind of our tribute to you know to Six Feet Under and Gigi Allen. <laughs> just awesome. unplugged. Yeah, exactly. You know, we thought death metal unplugged. Has anybody ever done that? Nope. Yeah, and we were sitting in a bar and um and we were sitting in the, you know, it was a sleazy little place right by the Port Authority in Manhattan. It's all drug dealers and, and prostitutes and strippers. And um, and the manager comes up to us and she's like, you guys have never been in here before, have you? And we're <laughs> like, no. And she's like, well, you, I'm glad you're here. I hope you'll come back again. You know, hope you're having a good time. But there's just two rules here. No gunfire and no sodomy. <laughs> <laughs> I said, that's our band, Gunfire and Sodomy. <laughs> and we were thus born. That's an interesting place. Uh, I can only, only in New York. And I I'm think. there three times a week now. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but, no, but only with Gunfire and Sodomy in the band. Apparently you can't do the actual no, parts no, of that. Thing, no, so and, don't uh, do that. Yeah, no, we abide by local uh, sodomy laws. Let's play, since, you're, since we talked about them, let's play. So we'll play some Mamanamarth and some Six Feet Under here for you. Bye. 
We're here again with Don Jameson, who has his live stand-up CD slash digital piece. Well, I don't even know what you call that these days anymore. I should know these things. It's, it's my business, right? Yeah. But anyway, it's right here on iTunes Live and Hilarious. The release is out and about. You guys can check that out. And there's also the physical product, too. So um, so let's re- so you got a lot of stuff. We, so we got to... It's going to take like 10 minutes to go through all your array of things here. So we've yeah. got that metal show, yep. which airs on Saturday, Saturday nights, nights. On VH1 Classic. And right now is season seven's just finishing up. And I guess there's going to be repeats of that for the next little while. And then season eight starts when? Starts up about end of July, August. Cool. So you have that. And then uh, obviously we have your award, your Emmy award winning. Is that, can you see that stuff anymore inside the NFL? Do they replay it at all you know, on HBO? I, I think, I, think I might have it up on my YouTube channel. Cool. Which is another another well, big yeah, accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, well we'll go through we've got we've got <laughs> donjameson.com. Wow. We have Don Jameson on Facebook. There's an array of pages there. You have several many, to choose several from. pages there. Uh, you are very well and uh, armed and running crazy like in the Twitter world. That's real R-E-A-L, Don Jameson there. And yes, YouTube page. I almost forgot about that. There's mm-hmm. a YouTube, YouTube page. YouTube channel. Some stuff up there yeah. as well. Uh, did we miss anything else in your, your, your world here? No, it's just like, look, it's all, this has all culminated into um, my parents finally calling me back once in a while. <laughs> there so, you uh, and we've <laughs> got awesome. And uh, we've got stand-up all over the place. So stand-up all over the country. 
keep uh, go to all those well, all those websites and social media networks and metalblade.com and everywhere else and we'll find out about where you're where you're doing your stand up and uh, obviously you know please uh, support Don and uh, all his endeavors here with live and hilarious so when people go out obviously you know comedy's a little bit different than than music you know people buy a CD and then they want to go see the bands perform that CD live mm-hmm. so now that you've got the CD out like I think with comedians isn't it once the CD's out there you kind of don't do the same material as much or how, like, how, like when people go to see you on the road now what, what are they gonna, are they going to see are they going to see a reenactment of live and hilarious or is it going to be new stuff or both or? they'll see them for now they'll see a combination okay you know it takes a while to develop a whole new headlining act so yeah they'll see a combination of it but that's okay because people actually do seem to have favorites sure because i've had people come up to me after shows and say oh you didn't do the haircutting bit and i'm like god i haven't done that in years you know <laughs> and i don't even remember it but um but yeah, they'll so they'll see a combination. But you know, geez, I mean, I already have a, a full ten minutes, ten new ten minute beginning to to the whole act that um you know hopefully we'll put on the next Metal Blade album if it's good and we'll see. <laughs> it's good, I'm telling you, it's I my trust, best stuff yet. I trust you. Well, you're a great guy and a great comedian. Thank you so, too, uh, man. We're we're really happy to have you in our family here at Metal Blade, and uh, you know, it's the first time we've ever done something like this before, so it's a little foreign territory. But uh, so far, it seems like it's going pretty well, and you know, the metal fans out there are so great, and they've been real supportive. Right. So, well, uh, the good thing is, it's, thanks to all you guys out there too. Um, it's amazing what's you know the the, the the ground support out there. But yeah, if, uh, you know, look, get the album and. Um, you know, if you like it, it's comedy. If you don't like it, it's metal. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, thanks again. Thanks for hanging out. I really appreciate you coming in and doing yeah. this thing. And again, follow Don on his many uh, social media things. And you can follow me on Twitter as well, twitter.com slash Brian Slagle. And uh, we will see you guys next month. And again, thanks for all the support. We really appreciate it.